Together, growing in faith, changing communities. My dear brothers and sisters, today I would like us to reflect on the Gospel of Luke, chapter 18, from verse 1 to verse 8. At that time, Jesus told his disciples a parable to the effect that they ought always to pray and not lose heart. He said, in a certain city, there was a judge who neither feared God nor regarded men. And there was a widow in that city who kept coming to him and saying, Vindicate me against my adversary. For a while he refused, but afterward he said to himself, Though I neither fear God nor regard men, yet because this widow bothers me, I will vindicate her. And she will wear me out by her continual coming. And the Lord said, Hear what the unrighteous judge says. And will not God vindicate his elect, who cry to him day and night? Will he delay long over them? I tell you, he will vindicate them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? It's a beautiful reading. It's, it's one of those rare occasions where Jesus Christ speaks to us about prayer explicitly in this gospel. He tells this parable to the disciples as an encouragement that they ought to pray always and never lose heart. Those two words are important. That Jesus, the Son of God, the second person of the Trinity, the man who walked on the road and the streets, who saw the blight and the sufferings of his time, who knows our plight and our own sufferings, who understands what exactly we are going through, says to us, we ought to pray always. That is an important phrase when one thinks of it. How often must I pray? A question is often asked. Always. Prayer is a relationship with God. It is establishing a mutual relationship. And so Jesus invites us to pray always. And there are two words that works perfectly for me. Consistency and persistence. I need to be constant in prayer. I need to persist in prayer. It is the love relationship that I have. It is the cry for help that is not driven by unbelief or disbelief, but it is driven by faith in God. To whom shall we go? Those are the words of St. Peter. To whom shall we go? For you, O Lord, have the words 
of eternal life. Where else can I turn to? Because only in you do I find meaning in life. Go back to the same words of Peter in Luke chapter 5. At your word, I will lower the nets. Lord, we've tried fishing all night long and caught nothing. But at your word, because I believe in you, because I trust you, that's why we pray. We pray because we believe God. We pray because we have placed our trust on the living God. We pray because only God understands and offers a better solution. And so Jesus says, pray at all times. Are there times when I feel like I don't want to pray? Yes. Are there times when I feel like God doesn't listen to me? Yes. Are there times when I feel that I'm unworthy to pray? Yes. But always pray. Those moments will happen. It can be momentarily. It can take a day. It can take a week, a month, a year, or years. There are some things we call them the dryness of the soul. The darkness of the soul. Where I feel that I'm in the lonely place. I'm in the desert. There are moments where I can feel that it seems as if God is so detached from me, from my experiences. Are there moments where we are angry at God and therefore we want nothing to do with him? Yes. Are there moments where we feel like if I don't pray, I'm punishing God? Yes. But the truth God does not need our prayers. We need God for our prayers. I can be angry at God. I can be upset. I can lose my faith. I can lose my calm. But always pray. Pray at all times. Ask the Lord for his grace. Do not lose heart. That's what Jesus says. He says, be courageous. Do not lose heart. It may take us time. And always when you pray, do not compare yourself with others. Do not say, I prayed, it didn't happen. She prayed, it happened. Your time Her time, his time, God's timing are different. Let me pray and focus on my prayer. We can be easily distracted by what people say, but what goes on in their lives. My dear brothers and sisters, do not lose heart. That's what the Lord Jesus says to us. Then he uses an image 
of a judge who neither feared God or had any regard for any person. And there was this widow who persistently came to the judge. Now, I find this extremely important as an example. This widow has lost her husband and she probably has no son. And so she has no one who can fend for her. She has no one who can speak on her behalf. Literally, she's lost. And if the judge does not do anything, her adversary will win. Her adversary, her enemy, can do anything he or she wants and they will get away with it. And so she has nowhere to go except to the judge. And so she goes to the judge with absolute power and strength and hope that she will be vindicated. Now, the beauty here is that if she does not go to the judge, she knows that she's doomed forever. And so she has no any other option but to go to the judge. And I think sometimes that's where we get trapped. God is no longer an absolute in our lives, but he is one in many. I can ask God, and if he doesn't do it, I'll do it myself, or I will consult a spirit, or I will do that differently. And that's where the danger lies. With this woman, God is the absolute. God is the only person who can sort her out. What about me? Can I say the same about God? Can I still go to him and say, Lord, I have nowhere else to go but to you? Or there may be many other options, but I choose to remain completely, faithfully to you. There's one question in verse 8. When the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? Do we still have faith? Do I have faith in God? Will he find any faith in my life? That's the question. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, to guide, and to lead us to God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail Holy Queen, Mother of Mercy. Hail our life, our sweetness, and our hope. To thee do we cry, poor banished children of Eve. To thee do we send up our sighs, mourning and weeping in this valley of tears. Turn then, O most gracious Advocate, thine eyes of mercy towards us. And after this, our exile, show unto us the blessed fruit of thy womb, Jesus. O clement, O loving, O sweet Virgin Mary, may Almighty God bless and protect us, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.